Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope, hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week, hope everything's going good with you guys. We're back before we get into this week's episode, gotta plug all the socials here. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today, Uh, and I haven't really plugged my TikTok at all, so if you want, head over to TikTok, you can follow me over there at Disney World Today, Uh, mostly on Instagram, if you want, my DMs are always open, Uh, Feel free to hit me up, talk some Disney, if you have any questions, concerns, ideas for episodes, suggestions, whatever it may be, you can always hit me up there. You guys know I love talking Disney with you guys, or just life in general. If you want to talk sports, the NFL is back. The football season officially begins tonight. I'm pretty excited, even though my Chicago Bears, uh, it's not looking too good. You know, we got a young quarterback, a couple decent... uh, players on each side of the ball darnell mooney wide receiver roquan smith but other than that it's gonna be a long year for me i think as a bears fan um you know kind of on that subject my my second favorite team my entire life has always been the tampa bay buccaneers uh, i'm not trying to be a bandwagon guy here i've been a bucks fan since before they went to the super bowl in 2002 i believe that was because they used to have the their training camp their off-season training camp at Disney World. They used to have their training camp at the Wide World of Sports Complex. So, of course, every year my family, we'd go to Disney in July. We'd stop over to the Wide World of Sports. We'd grab some lunch. We'd walk around and we'd watch Tampa Bay Buccaneers training camp. And afterwards, you were always able to get autographs and pictures and talk with the players. And ever since I was about 10 years old, uh, the Buccaneers were always one of my favorite teams uh, them and the Bears, my my one and two. So luckily I got them to kind of root for as well. Before we get into this week's episode, last week's episode, if you haven't listened already, it was all about Disney goals. What are your Disney goals? I talked about my personal Disney goals. You know, the main one, the long-term one is a Disney-related goal is to move to Florida. Me and my wife, you know, we're married now. Um, you know, we've both kind of talked about it and you know, we've kind of pretty much said, like, let's work towards, you know, moving to Florida. That's the goal. That's the dream. I have another Chicago winter coming up here. It's breathing down my neck. I, I read in the paper a couple days ago that they're predicting a snowier winter than usual. So that's that's great. That uh, makes me want to speed up this process, you know, of moving to Florida. Uh, but that's that's the main goal. It's a Disney-related goal. As, as for Disney goals, I just kind of talked about my, you know, my podcast, my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube I would love to work in some sort of Disney-related field. Like, ideally, in a perfect world, if you asked me what my dream, you know, scenario would be, you know, I would love to turn this podcast and my my Instagram, my TikTok, you know, making videos, I would love to turn that into a job. You know, right now I talk about it's a passion project for me. I don't make any money from any of this. Um, It's just something I love to do. It gives me a break from... uh, my real world responsibilities, my stressful job, 
uh, gives me a break, gives me a chance to just kind of talk about Disney for, you know, 45 minutes or whatever. And, you know, I love it and I would love to eventually turn that into a job. And, um, you know, if you, if you haven't already, uh, I put on my Instagram story last week when I was recording, you know, what were some of your Disney goals? And I talk about your goals, your goals, sorry, uh, in the episode as well. And, uh, if you didn't respond on there and you're, or you're, you know, a late listener, feel free to uh, send me your Disney goals, uh, in an Instagram message as well. And if you can too, wherever you're listening to this, if you give me a, a rating, uh, a review, hit that subscribe button, uh, you know, anything like that kind of helps. If you write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. This week's episode, we're talking about Disney planning. That's right. We're talking about planning your Disney vacation. Is it as fun as it used to be? Is it still fun at all? It's definitely not the same. I'm going to get into all that because for me, you know, part of the fun of a Disney vacation growing up was the buildup, was the planning, was the preparation, everything that it went into it before actually leaving for your trip. So before we uh, stall anymore, let's just get right into it. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board! So, as I usually do, I was going through my notes, trying to think of which topic... You know, I wanted to tackle for this week's podcast episode. What did I want to talk about? Um, I was just kind of thinking of, you know, last week I talked about Disney goals and Disney related goals. Um, and I, this one I didn't have written down, actually. I, I have a notes app or on my notes app on my phone. Um, I have topics written down. I have a notebook at home that I have stuff written down. But uh, this one popped in my head. This topic popped in my head because my wife was talking to me about Disney and she was saying, you know, I don't know how serious she was, but she was, you know, we were at the gym and she just kind of out of nowhere was like, let's go to Disney for Halloween. And obviously my first thought is like, man, let's go. That would be awesome. That'd be amazing. But then like when you actually like sit down and try to think about it, you know, it's, it's really not that easy anymore. It really isn't, you know, Halloween's a, a month away, um, you know, over a month away. And I, you know, as much as I love Disney, you guys know I love Disney, but you guys also know me. You know, I'm not afraid to speak the truth. You know, I'm not afraid to say it's not worth it um, to kind of be, you know, negative at times. Yes, I would say that. But I think it's, um, you know, with with just cause here, I just can't justify going on a Disney, you know, trip right now, especially during Halloween. And the first thing that popped in my head too was like, Oh, I would love to do it. Maybe we can go for like a weekend, you know, and do the Halloween party. And then you go online and you look and it's, you know, first of all, the Halloween party tickets are so expensive. They're overly priced. The prices keep going up. It's, it's absolutely, you know, it's almost embarrassing at this point, but also like half the days, you know, to, to attend the Halloween party, they're gone. They're sold out, you know, and they're not going to make any more room. They're not selling any more tickets. And, it, you know, it wouldn't be the same to go to Disney for Halloween and not even be able to do the Halloween party. And I get it. Like people get these tickets so far in advance, like, but that's what I mean. Like you can't, the Disney planning process has changed, you know, 
Like, I would love to go to Disney at Halloween. If I had money to burn or, you know, just, we, you know, it was a lot easier, we would do it. Like, we would definitely do it. We would spend Halloween at, like, Epcot or something. But, you know, you can't get tickets for the Halloween party. The tickets for the party are, you know, super overpriced. Um, and Disney in general is overpriced. And we're gonna just going to kind of get into all of that in this episode. Because I, I always love the planning process. Um, what, what I've always kind of said, um, there's a line in Avengers Endgame, I believe, where Tony Stark says, part of the journey is the end. And for like Disney vacations, I feel like it's almost like the opposite. Like part of, you know, the fun of it is that planning process, or at least it used to be, you know, I talk going back to like my youth and my family vacations. I absolutely loved the buildup to our Disney vacations. We would plan out our trips. We went to this. We went the same time every year, every July. So we knew that. So we knew when we were going. My mom would probably book the hotel like while you know we were still down there the year before. She always just locked down the hotel if it was a good price. She'd lock it down twelve months ahead of time if possible, as soon as possible. What we would kind of wait around for was the airfare, and that really wasn't a huge deal. You know, flying from Chicago to Orlando. There's usually a lot of flights to choose from, a good variety. You know, the prices go up and down. You just kind of got to, you know, play it right and try to get the best deal. So that wasn't, you know, usually, you know, a huge deal. But the planning, the buildup, you know, that month before, you know, the countdown, me and my sister would start a countdown. I think we would probably start it, you know, at about 60 days, two months. That's when we would really start counting down the days to Disney. And for me... You know, that one month, that 30-day mark, that's when it really started to set in. That's when you kind of start to think of, okay, what are we going to do? You know, what do I need to buy for the trip? Do I need new clothes? Do I need a new swimsuit? Do I need this? Do I need that? You know, what what am I going to pack? That's when you kind of start getting ready. Maybe you dust off the old suitcase. You open it up and take out anything that was left in there from your trip before. You know, and then I would say at that two week mark, that's when I would start doing like my preparation. So I would make a list of, I'd make separate lists. You know, I'd make a list of things I need to pack. Uh, I'd make a list of the clothes I wanted to pack. I'd make a list of things I needed to buy, you know, before the trip. And I, I got to say too, like our, our vacations maybe are a little different. Um, you know, back when I was younger, we would go to Disney with my, my entire family and we would go for like nine days. So we were there for a while and, you know, being a kid, 12 years old, 11 years old, like I'm not making lists on things of what to pack. You know, my mom would probably pack all my clothes at that point. Um, but as we got older, it was just the four of us, we'd kind of go for a week. Um, and then the vacations would change a little. We would go for, you know, a week and we would spend two days at the beach ahead of time. And then we would go to Disney. So, you know, we got to pack accordingly, you know, two days, you're going to be not at Disney. You're going to be only at the beach or we'd have, you know, two days we'd stay in Orlando at like, um, just one of those like late Buena Vista hotels. Uh, I think like we'd say it like the Sheridan Vistana for a while, Florida days, world quest, just some of those like neighborhood hotels, you know, for those first couple days. And we would drive to the beach for the day You know, we'd go to universal for a day. We'd drive to Tampa and do a Tampa Bay Rays baseball game for a day. So my vacations weren't your typical, just going to Disney for a few days. So I would have to pack accordingly. So I'd make lists, um, 
you know, like clothes I was going to bring, you know, so you can kind of find them, wash them, kind of match them up. You know, like I said, if I'm going to a Rays game, I got to pack my Rays shirt and my Rays hat. Uh, I got to pack my Cubs stuff so that people know I'm from Chicago and that I'm a Cubs fan. You know, just making lists of things I need to buy, snacks. I'm a big packing snacks guy. Uh, so one that you don't have to, you know, buy them down there, you know, maybe save a little money by bringing your own snacks. So I'd make a list of, you know, got to buy, you know, snacks, got to get, you know, travel, travel size, you know, contact solution and shampoos and like all that stuff. So, and I always love that. That was the, the anticipation, the buildup was so much fun for me. Like every single trip, I have a notebook in my basement, my parents' basement with, you know, things I'm packing, things I'm buying, you know, crossing them off as I throw them in my suitcase or in my duffel bag. And I just love that feeling. The buildup was so much fun. And, you know, as a family, you know, we'd go to Sam's Club maybe like the week before and pick up, you know, like I said, like a bunch of snacks or, you know, deodorants, like all that kind of stuff. I'd stop and, uh, you know, pick up any clothes I wanted, you know, got to go to Disney, got to have, you know, some nice new clothes for the trip. Um, so that was always a fun time for me. I loved the buildup, love the countdown you know, the anticipation building for your Disney vacation. And that, to me, like, that's part of the fun. That was part of the vacation. You know, I have a specific memory, uh, 2008, because that's the trip my buddy Brian came with me. Um, it was the first time I was allowed to bring a friend on vacation. You know, I'm 18 years old. It was, like, kind of part of my high school graduation present. And I remember maybe, like, the month before, we all went out to to dinner together we took my buddy we went out to get a pizza we brought a book and we like sat down and made a list of you know what to pack what the plans are what we're gonna do this is what you need to get you know and it was it was so much fun because he had never been to disney before it's my best friend we're 18 years old we're going on vacation we're gonna be in florida together for you know 10 days uh we're gonna be at the beach we're gonna want to go to you know disney go to universal like all this fun stuff and i just remember going out to dinner eating pizza all of us you know my mom and dad and sister were all chiming in of oh you got to bring this you got to remember to pack this and like the, the best part was like this you know he had never been to disney before so he only knows a little bit like from me um we'd be like sitting at dinner and my dad's telling him like oh space mountain you gotta do this oh you gotta do this you gotta do tower of terror and he's like sitting there like what is what is a space mountain you know what is a tower of terror you know um and then you kind of, you know, tell them like, oh, it's a roller coaster, it's in the dark, or, you know, Tower Terrors is drop ride, or, you know, they have, you know, these snacks and all this stuff. So just something specific that stands out in my mind, because I know my family is the same as me. Like, they love that buildup. They love that anticipation and that countdown. And I got to say, it, it, I still kind of do the same thing. You know, um, the last Disney trip I went on, um, you know, I had to make a list of everything just, just so you don't forget anything. That's always nice to kind of plan out and you know, keep track of how many pairs of socks and underwear you're bringing. I always end up wearing or bringing uh, too much for some reason, but uh, make a list. The only difference now is that I'm older, you know, traveling. Um, it's hard to just solely focus on, you know, that, that trip that's coming up because you got to deal with life stuff. You got to deal with work, bills, all that. It's hard to completely kind of you know, check out and be like, oh, I'm going to Disney in, you know, 15 days. I'm going to Disney in 10 days. It's, it's kind of now it's more like, oh, I'm going to Disney in a few weeks. I'm going to have to remember to pack soon, you know? And then it's like the night before and it's like, oh, oh crap. Like I still need to go to Target and get this. I got to go get this. 
I think it was I think it was last year. I the night before, I can't find my swimsuits. Can't find my swimsuits or like I found one that was like an older one. I was like I don't want to wear this one. It's like the day we're leaving like we had like a later flight. I was at Dick's Sporting Goods buying a new swimsuit cuz I couldn't find mine. I was in panic mode. Um but it's just a little harder to do. Still got to make a list though so I don't forget anything. Uh, especially this last trip, I had to make sure I uh, packed the engagement ring uh, that I that I needed. I would say I needed that one. Um, you know what? What I always like to do too is, um, especially when I was a little younger, like the night or two before the trip, I would always watch something Disney related. I would watch um, like now they have like you know like the the Disney Imagineering documentary on Disney Plus. But back in the day, I would always watch my go to was the Modern Marvels um, special on Disney World. It was on the History Channel. It was a show called Modern Marvels. And it basically took you the behind the scenes of Walt Disney World, and, like what went into you know, the parks and the attractions and you know the animatronics and like all this cool stuff. And I would watch that one. Um, there was another one. It was like a Travel Channel special. I would watch that one as well. You know, for the longest time, I had them on VHS, and I would pop it into the VCR and watch it. And then later on, I was able to record it like on the DVR and like the night before or two nights before I'd watch it just to kind of get myself in the mood for Disney, you know, get that mindset, get get that excitement going. Um, as I got a little older too, you know, could bust out some YouTube videos. If there's like a new attraction or new snack or something, you know, pull out the YouTube videos, get excited about that. You know, this last trip too, my, uh, my wife had never stayed at Saratoga Springs and that where that's where we were staying and you know, with us, she was used to just staying at Art of Animation, which we love the resort, but like it's a completely different, you know, um, vibe there. You know, especially with the rooms, we were all kind of in one small area. Whereas Saratoga, you know, we had like our own bedroom, own own bathroom, stuff like that. So check out that we uh, we checked out the hotel like on YouTube, watched some like complete like POV tours. We paused it and we're like looking at the menu in the food court. Um, it was just so much fun. We got so excited just, you know, looking up the resort and what kind of food. We are like, oh, we're going to get this for breakfast. We're going to get this as a snack. So just a lot of fun. I love just the buildup to these Disney vacations. I will say, though, unfortunately, it seems like Disney's making that harder and harder to do. You know, hopefully I'm not the only one here. Like, I, I, I got to feel like some of you guys are the same way. Now, when it's time to plan a Disney vacation, it's like almost impossible to ignore like the stress and the hassle because now when you plan a Disney vacation, it's not just, oh, got to book our hotel and our flights and uh, can't wait, you know, can't wait to go. Now it's okay. We got, you know, we got the, got our flights. uh, We got the hotel. Now we just have to plan um, where we're eating on which days and which meals we have to pick which days we're going to which parks. We got to pick out our fast passes. If there's a Halloween party, we got to get those. Which what day are we going to that? It's it's a hassle. It's stressful, you know. Like it used to be hard enough just picking out you know flights. Now, you know, three months in advance, you got to decide where you're eating lunch on on a random Tuesday. You know, I I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I get it that they, you know, they want to control like the, the, the crowds and stuff, but having to pick where you're going to eat lunch or dinner on a certain day is such a hassle. And there's been plenty of times where we do that, you know, in advance. And then the day of it's like, well, what do we do? Because, you know, 
we have a dinner reservation at seven, but Hollywood Studios is only open until eight. You know, you got to choose. Do you go back into the parks or do you go to your dinner? Um, And it it shouldn't be that way. You know, especially with um, like all the money you're going to spend. You're spending all this money, you know, and that kind of adds to that stress too. As you're planning it, you're kind of thinking like, oh man, it's going to cost me this much or it's, you can't enjoy it as much when you know you're already stressed out. I was thinking too, like, imagine explaining that to someone who hasn't been to Disney before or hasn't been to Disney in a long time. Like, you would sit down with them and you'd say, hey, you know what? You're going to Disney. You're staying here. Awesome. Um, I'm going to help you plan your trip. Where do you want to eat dinner on your first night there? They're going to have no idea. How do you plan that if you're a first time, you know, visitor or if you haven't been to Disney in you know, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is, how do you sit down and decide where to eat, you know, on certain days and certain times? And you have to really take into, you know, uh, into consideration the park hours now, you know, the park hours, they're not, the parks aren't open as late. They close earlier, you know, it, it seems each year. And again, too, like back in the day, like we used to do that for fun. Like my sister would kind of sit down with a notebook and kind of, make like a rough draft of what days we would go where not every single detail but you know if the magic kingdom was open until 2 a.m on a friday guess what we're going to be going to magic kingdom on that friday night because it's open until 2 a.m and you know oh epcot's open until midnight on thursday we're going to go to epcot on thursday but it was it was definitely more of like a rough draft you didn't have to sit down and, and pick out every single detail of your vacation you know months in advance you know, there's a bunch of factors you have to take into consideration too. Like perfect example, our last trip, um, we couldn't get a fast pass for the Slinky Dog Dash coaster. So one of the days we get to Hollywood Studios pretty early, you know, within like an, within the hour it opened, we head right to Slinky Dog and it's down. That's okay. So what do we do? Like we, we want to ride it. You know, we do everything else at the park. We come back like, you know what? We'll just come back and we'll just wait in line. We'll do it. We come back and it's still down. I'm like, okay. So now, you know, we go out our days. We go back to Hollywood Studios for a second time. Again, couldn't get a fast pass. And the wait time was like two, three hours, you know, insane summer crowds. We're not waiting, you know, two hours for Slinky Dog. We're just not. So we were like, okay, I guess we're not doing it today. So our one of our last days there we still wanted to do slinky dog and we did like epcot or something in the in the morning and uh we had a dinner reservation at like eight o'clock and hollywood studios is only open until nine and it's like what do we do you know do we go to hollywood studios at night just to ride slinky dog or do we go to our dinner reservation we ended up skipping our or canceling our dinner reservation went to hollywood studios and got in line for slinky at like you know 8 30 or something like that and uh, just waited about, you know, 45 minutes and, and we were able to ride it. But that's what I mean. Like we had, we're making decisions now on whether or not to ride one of our favorite rides or go to dinner. It never used to be that way. Like I get making a reservation for a restaurant. I don't hate that. At least you, you, you kind of know you're guaranteed a seat at what time. But it's just a little much. And it's just taken a lot of fun out of the planning, you know, for a Disney vacation. Now... Like, like I said, if my wife was like, hey, I really let's really go to Disney for Halloween, that would be so stressful right now because we would have to sit down 
and be like, okay, we're going to Disney. Yes, awesome, can't wait. Oh, we can't go to the Halloween party. Uh, oh, we can't go to Magic Kingdom on this day because it's already sold out. And Epcot sold out on this day. Like, the, the reservation system, I do not understand why they're still doing it. There's no logical reason that benefits us that they're still doing it that way. And with the park hopping, like, it is... It's it's a chore to plan a Disney vacation nowadays where, as in the past, it was fun. It was part of the fun. It was part of the journey, the build-up to the trip. And they've taken that away, and, you know, I'm not sure it's going to change anytime soon, uh, unfortunately. So just I'm going to have to learn how to deal with it, you know, planning out every single aspect of the trip. You kind of got to do I hope they at least eventually get rid of the park reservation system. Like, that would make it a little easier um, but everything else is still just going to have to uh, take some getting used to. Now, I'm looking at this whole planning process from my point of view. You know, someone who's been to Disney, what, like 30-something times and kind of <laughs> knows what to expect and everything. I think maybe it would be a little different for a first-timer or you know, if you're bringing your kids for the first time. I think maybe some of that fun, some of that enjoyment would be put back into it. Like, if I was taking my kids to Disney, you know, you would kind of, that, that planning process, although it would still be stressful, I think maybe it would still be somewhat fun because you'd get their input, you'd get to see their reactions, you'd get to tell them, hey, you know, on, on this day we're going to eat at a, a sci-fi diner, you get to sit in a car and watch a big movie screen, like, to see their reactions and let them think about that and let them get excited about that. I think that's when it'll change for me or if you know if one of my friends like my good friend Adam who was on the podcast you know uh, a couple months ago if he decided to go to Disney with his wife like sitting down with them would be extremely stressful you know planning it um, but it would also be pretty cool to see their reactions to tell them hey you'd like this restaurant they have this it's you know top of the line or check out this you know this restaurant for breakfast like it would be cool in that aspect still be stressful but it would be a little better if you were you know planning it for someone else who's never been there or planning it with your kids but when you're like me you've been to disney countless times and you're you know a, a disney veteran and you know it's just me and my wife it, it would be stressful it'd be definitely stressful um you know you got so many other things going on in your life you don't need to be stressed about planning your disney vacation you should just be able to get excited about it count down the days and then once that countdown hits zero, just just totally enjoy yourself. I think planning, you know, your Disney vacation or the idea of planning it, you know, has always been and should be, you know, part of that Disney magic. You know, what other vacation um, is there like a buildup where you have to do like research and plan out what you're going to wear, what you're going to do? And it all kind of adds to that Disney magic. Like there was that commercial back from like the... I want to say like the early or mid 2000s where it's like a family who's going to Disney, you know, the next day and the kids are trying to go to sleep. And the one kid says, I'm too excited to sleep. Like that's what Disney is. You don't get that with every type of vacation. I've been on different vacations. I've gone to different places, Las Vegas, Cancun, California, other parts of Florida. It's not the same. There's something about that Disney magic, that build up to your Disney vacation um, that I think is, you know, like they say, magical, you know, and I just hope it could, you know, something needs to change 
you know, maybe getting rid of the, the park reservations will help. I don't see the Genie Fast Pass system changing again, you know, at least not anytime soon. So it's it's just something I think we're just going to have to get used to. Um, it's just another one of those things with Disney where you just have to kind of get used to, um, you know, saying it's never going to be the same. It'll never be like that again. And that's unfortunate. You know, things are going to change, like everything changes, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Disney lately just kind of seems like they're, um, you know, always making the wrong move. Um, but that's pretty much everything I have, you know, for this episode, uh, talking about planning a Disney vacation, talk, talking mostly about, you know, is pl- is planning a Disney vacation still fun? Is it still the same? And obviously I think you guys got my take. No, it's not the same. It's not as fun. I, I you know, I'm not going to say it's not fun at all, but it's definitely not as fun as it used to be. Uh, I just hope it can get, get back to that, you know, at some point, you know, I think about it a lot. And I talked about my buddy, Adam, you know, it's just a matter of time before he goes back to Disney. And that's something, you know, he's one of my best friends. You know, his wife has never been to Disney. Um, so when they do go, like, I'm almost taking on the responsibility of doing everything I can to make sure that they have the best time possible. Because if you don't plan your Disney vacation the right way, if you don't plan it properly, there, you know, there's a chance someone who's never been there maybe won't enjoy it. Maybe they'll be disappointed. Maybe they'll be frustrated. There's, so there's a lot of pressure there. There's a lot of pressure, you know, on planning your, your vacation. You know, you gotta, you gotta pick the right days with, that matches up with the times and the park hours and the, the meals and the fast passes. It's, it's a complicated system. They've definitely made it way too complicated. They've, they've made it, you know, like I said, almost like homework, like a chore, you know, but that's something when he does decide to go, I'm going to have to sit down and we're going to have to literally plan out every option, kind of get their, um, you know, get their thoughts on what they want to do, what kind of food they want. You know, you got to research the park hours so that, you know, they're not, you know, losing any time inside the parks when they could be riding rides and, you know, seeing uh, shows and stuff. So, that's what I'm looking forward to. It'll kind of be a challenge, but I am looking forward to that. Or, you know, not even just one of my friends, like coworkers, acquaintances, anyone who comes to me for advice, you know, about planning their Disney vacation. I feel like I have to be, you know, fully prepared at all times because probably like you guys, I'm kind of known as the Disney guy, you know, around work, around like my friends group, my, you know, my friend circle, you know, I'm the Disney guy. So if anyone has Disney questions, if they're going on a trip, if they're going to be planning one, they, you know, they come to me. So, you know, I have to be prepared and uh, be able to help them out with pretty much everything. And that's all I got for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope me talking Disney uh, can kind of help bring some Disney magic to you, can help brighten up your day, whatever you're going through. If you're going to work, if you're at work, stuck in traffic, working out at the gym, whatever it may be, you know, I always just kind of hope that, uh, you know, this can be, this podcast can be almost like a little escape for you. Cause that's what it is for me. You know, I have bad days. I get stressed out. Um, you know, I deal with stuff emotionally, mentally, and recording this podcast takes my mind off things. Let's me think about Disney. Let's me talk about Disney. Uh, and I love it. So I hope you guys can get a little, uh, magic from me as well. Again, if you can, like, subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can do to help this podcast, whatever you can do to help me. 
Um, five star ratings would be great. You can rate on Spotify now as well, not just on Apple. Um, on Spotify, you can't write reviews, but you can over uh, on your iPhone and the Apple Podcast app. Search up my name, Disney World Tell You. It'll bring you to my page, and there you can write me a review. If you write me one, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok. Send me a DM if you want to talk Disney, if you have any um, ideas for the show, any topic suggestions, any questions, anything like that. Um, I got some shirts up on, so in my Instagram, I have a link on my TikTok too. I have a link. It's a link tree there. You can go to tpublic, um, teepublic.com. I do have some shirt designs up there. They're nothing, nothing super fancy or super crazy, just some simple Disney shirts, uh, I think my latest one was uh, a countdown to extinction one, uh, the old dinosaur like poster attraction. I have a Tower of Terror sign one up there. And it's not just shirts; you get shirts, tank tops. Um, I like using it just to get like stickers and stuff. I like kind of collecting stickers. You get stickers, pins. It's all kind of up there. So check that out. That's all I got. I hope you guys have a uh, a great day, a magical day, in uh, whatever you're doing. So, oh yeah, and always remember, it all started with a mouse. Thank you.